The Art of Relationships radio show is protected and copyrighted. No use in full or partial is to be used without written consent from Greg Dzinski or The Art of Relationships. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor Greg Dzinski, also known as Master G, The Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Hello, everybody. This is uh, Wednesday night here in uh, near Metro Detroit, the Motor City. Uh, hopefully, everybody's doing well. I want to send all my, uh, definitely my uh, wishes and heartfelt, uh, I want to say compliments to, of course, uh, Robin Williams' family. Uh, it's a huge loss. And also, heartfelt uh, wishes out to everybody in the metro detroit area with all the severe flooding that we've been enduring the last couple uh last couple days so i hope everybody's doing okay i hope everybody's safe and uh hopefully everybody's uh drying out and uh not too many significant losses in the metro metro detroit area so tonight uh gonna try to have a little bit uh more fun uh talking about sex and of course everyone's favorite topic right talking about sex again this is the art of relationships radio show this is uh greg dzinski aka master g um check out my facebook page at uh the art of relationships also uh at the same address on my website the art of relationships dot guru g-u-r-u talking about sex as i mentioned are you goal-driven or do you try to go after intimacy when you are having sex? I talk about sex in many, uh, you know, many forms and everything else as a way to try to stay connected emotionally uh, you know, through the physical connections and about many complaints maybe that men feel like, or men, uh, maybe sometimes, but uh, women feel like a piece of meat versus you know, the men. You know, they want the emotional connection as well. And I try to try to teach women that, you know, sex is emotionally, you know, it's emotional too for a lot of men, for most men and for women. And also, you know, when you get into, you know, sex in, you know, lesbian or gay couples as well, trying to hit on the emotional connection as well. We all might like, you know, my old saying is, you know, want to get thrown up against the wall and rip your clothes off. You want to tell somebody that, and maybe some women want to love hearing that. We all like those, you know, that quick, passionate, rip your clothes off quickies, you know, now and then. Uh, but the thing is, you still, even though you still have that emotional connection, that's a big thing. You feel that passionate love, maybe lost all mixed in for each other during the quickie, but... During sex, how many people, and I think maybe more men have this issue than women, they become very goal-driven versus 
trying to obtain intimacy, how I like to frame this is, you know, everyone talks about the long drive or the journey of life, right? If you can stop and smell the roses, all this stuff, I want to view sex in the same manner. You know, how often do you, do both of you, you know, sort of enjoy the journey, maybe the foreplay, even the pre-foreplay, um, the seduction, uh, seducing one another, the sensuality I talk about, you know, numerous shows, I talk about, you know, differences between sensuality and sexuality and how how to integrate both into having that connection. How many times, you know, you, you know, during sex, you know, women, you might be, oh, I got to get my guy off, right? That's the most important thing. If I don't get him off, oh my God, I can't, you know, he's going to think, you know, I don't turn them on, all this stuff, body, maybe he thinks I'm too fat, too skinny, not big enough tatas, <laughs> whatever. Um, you know, body images hit. You know, and women can be goal oriented too, trying to hurry up and get the guy off, right? But a lot of guys also are goal oriented, right? Our egos at stake. Maybe both genders, right? Shouldn't be maybe that much of a gender issue. But you know, guys. Oh man, I got to build my ego up. See how many times I can get her off, right? Oh, I only got her off once. That means I wasn't good. She wasn't that uh, wasn't that satisfied. That plea, you know, the plea to get get her off, if you will, two, three, four, whatever times, right? You know, most women can be multiple orgasmic. Not all women can be because of sensitivity issues. They also might need the resolution phase or the downtime that guys do. Maybe the sort of chill, <laughs> nice choice of word with an ice cube, but um, you can chill the sensitivity and let that go down where maybe she can reach orgasm again if she so chooses. Again, guys, go driven. It's got to be on her comfort level, not about your ego, and it's not about a challenge, right? Okay, so do you enjoy the journey of sex? And how do you do that? How many women, you know, also... Let's face it, I'm all about sensuality and guys, you know, about the caressing, about the the touching, the foreplay. This is the journey, right? Can you stare at each other in the eyes as you're doing foreplay or just holding each other, touching each other? This is the journey to create intimacy, you know? Goal-driven, the goal-driven is more towards orgasm, right? Getting each other off. And that's it. And so much is wasted. I shouldn't say wasted. We all want to get off and get pleased. But the whole identity, I think, during sex or, you know, most of the time should be about enhancing, increasing, or creating intimacy between you and your partner. That is a huge thing, you know. I want people to enjoy the journey. How, how many times, you know, ladies, do you caress your man? In heterosexual relationships, I just should just say partners. <clears throat> but ladies, do you cross your guy's head on his shoulders, not the other head, not yet, right? Um, but you know, cross his head, maybe kiss his neck. Maybe he wants his shoulder kissed, and maybe he wants his back rubbed. Um, maybe his nipples caressed and licked, and just gentle touches on his chest. You know, chest, torso region, stomach, abs, obliques, maybe legs, right? Maybe inner thighs on guys can be as sensitive ah, as they are on ladies, right? So can you do that? Or are you always, 
if you want to say the submissive one, and the guy is constantly the one caressing you, making you feel good, making you feel connected. And guys, if you don't do that, you better damn well start. You know, you want to make your partner, make your lady feel very, that you're intimate. It's not just goal. You're not just a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type of thing. See you in the morning, right? Um, You want to make, enjoy that journey. And the more you have your partner enjoy that journey and you as well and not be so driven to get her off uh, multiple times. And I'll get into this as I get more into the show. Um, But I want you to have her enjoy the journey. And ladies, I want you to take that journey with your man, with your man too, okay? Or just partners in general if you're, you know, even if you're bisexual, like I said, lesbian or gay as well. It shouldn't matter. You you enjoy that journey and I'm going to tell you, especially men, if you have your lady in heterosexual relationships enjoy the journey preleading to sex and the journey doesn't just end when you guys come, you know, when you reach orgasm, the journey doesn't have to just end. And I will touch on this too, but sorry to sidestep, I get off on tangents, but going back, if your partner enjoys that journey, you are going to be almost like a fantasy, a reborn fantasy to your partner. And a lot of people might not get this or, you know, get what, get what I mean with this, the more you enjoy the sensation, the sensual, sensuality of it, the journey, the more you are going to create and become a fantasy to your partners, guys. This is huge. And I think a lot of women out there listening might know that and might get that. But also, ladies, I want you to take that journey and put your man through that journey as well. You know what? Maybe you can caress him and kiss him. You know, like I mentioned, on the torso, um, you know, chest, stomach, abs, and her thigh. You know, maybe you can take your man on that journey. And if you sit there and tell yourself, oh, that ain't me, I can't, I'm uncomfortable, I don't know how. You know what, I get that. You know what, very compassionate, very empathetic where, you know, I get that. And it might be nerve-wracking if that's, let's, let's um, you know, hear this often and it's too much. That's just not me. Well, do you want to be the best partner, the best lover, the best sensuality moments and events your partner ever experienced? Are you willing? Can you do that? Can you raise above and evolve into this and be more of a, I don't want to be gender biased, but be more of a journeyman, right? Be more of an explorer, if you will, a sexual detective, if you want to hit on these aspects, can you sort of evolve and grow? Are you just going to sit there? Oh, that's just not me. And that becomes very complacent and that becomes, makes your partner feel like maybe they're not that important to go through this, to take them through the journey. So both men and women, you need to become, I'm all about enhancing and creating the best sexual experience possible. Ah, and the best sexual experiences possible typically coincide with intimacy, the emotional connection as well. Okay? So, oh, uh, forgot to mention, uh, you can call me live at 586-840-8608. You call me live. Um, 
hit me up with your questions about, you know, goal-driven or intimacy-driven, about maybe even your sexual anxieties, um, afraid to touch, maybe you fearful you're not good at it, you'll mess up or be awkward or come across as a fool. Um, you know what? That's that's normal. That That's okay to be nervous if you're not familiar with it. And I want to help you let go. And that's what I said. If you, you can let yourself go and just not be so goal-oriented and just enjoy the moment, enjoy touching your partner, enjoy touching each other and get that emotional connection going, you will be able to slow down, enjoy the journey, and you will be able to relax. That is the key. I will be back in a couple minutes. Like I said, you join me on live chat and give me a call at 586-840-8608. This is Greg Dzinski, the Art of Relationships radio show. I'll be back in a few moments. Thank you. Check out PPRNlive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening from 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts? Hilarious guests plus upcoming new stars of the band future. Check out PPRNlive.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook.
Welcome back to the Arda Relationships uh, Radio Show. This is uh, your host, Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor, specializing in relationships and sexual uh, issues, if you will, um, in the state of Michigan. Uh, talking about sex, are you goal-driven or are you intimacy-seeking? I'm hopefully going to turn it in, maybe sort of flip that around a little bit, and can your goal be intimacy-seeking? Ooh, Okay, talked about, you know, the journey. How important is a journey? It's huge, right? Um, The journey, I want the journey to be the goal, if you will, you know, along the way. Smell the roses. Well, hopefully, (laughs) I I won't go there, but you know what I mean. Um, About, you know, sensuality versus sexuality, about, you know, touching each other. And ladies, don't be afraid to touch your man. I think you're very... You know, at heart, most women are very nurturing, very, they're caregivers, right? And they love to soothe. They love to, so don't be afraid to soothe and take care of your man physically and hit that emotional connection, maybe through your lips, through your fingertips. Ooh, maybe your toes if you're into that. Okay, I'm going to hit on, I'm going to get into, you know, maybe goal-driven behaviors. And what usually happens, um, you know, a lot of men, I talked about this at the beginning of the show, you know, a woman might be very old, I want to get him off, hurry up and get him off. And a guy might be, you know, I want to hurry up and get her off, get her off, or I want to make her come, you know, two, three, four times. That's going to build up my ego. Another aspect, what about, you know, goal-driven behavior? And we happen to see this, um, a lot of men, and I think this has come out I, I, all the time in human sexuality classes, uh, the big, uh, the myths about, what type of orgasms, you know, women have, and, you know, we talk about, you know, the deep spot orgasm, the, you know, the G-spot orgasm, uh, the clitoral orgasm, you know, vaginal orgasm, they're all tied in, you know, science, MRIs, 
everything is, you know, all the tests have been done, they're all centered on the clit, okay? The clitoral nerve network, that's where they're all driven. They might feel different for women, as you know, right? Different spots feel differently for women. Maybe the strength of the orgasm, the sensation's different, but they're all centered around the clitoral nerve network. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys, oh, I'm going to give her a G-spot orgasm. I'm going to give her a deep spot orgasm. I'm going to, you know, they're very, very goal driven on what they're going to do. Oh, and the big thing that's been new the last couple years at least is I want to make my woman squirt, right? The squirting orgasm. Most women, I'm going to get rid of this right now. Most women that do squirt, right? Talking about flooding in the metro Detroit area, that's gross. You know, uh, you're going to need, you know, rubber sheets and all that. It can be a mess. Um, and it could be a flood. And most guys think that when they squirt, ah, that they're more intense orgasms. Believe it or not, most of them, they're not. They're not any more intense than orgasms when they don't squirt, okay? You just have a bigger mess to clean up, and it might be more of a, I think it's more of an ego boost for a lot of guys, right? Oh, I made her squirt, whatever. Um and get into that. So that's what I mean about goal-driven, you know. Oh, I want to give her this type of orgasm. I want to give her that type of orgasm. Or maybe the big thing is, you know, after sex, you know, how many guys say that, oh, was that good for you, baby? <laughs> and there's women out there, too. Oh, was that good for you? You're all about goal-driven or it being a competition, right? Is it a competition out there? Am I out to win an award, right? You're in gymnastics or maybe a high, di- high diver. Nice choice of words when you're talking about sex. But, um, you know, am I get, trying to go after a 10.0, you know, in gymnastics or, you know, on the diving platform? Um, is this where it's coming to? Am I, am I being judged? Am I being judged by a referee? Am I, you know, if, am I going to win something? It's like we're so goal-driven that we're out to win something. And I'm all about pleasing women. I'm all about, you know, pleasing them big time. And, you know, each other pleases. And I'm going to get into more, you know, what my take is. And I'm a huge advocate. Um, you know, I'm a huge advocate of a long-time uh, sexual, re- you know, sexual research, sexual therapist. Or she calls herself a sexual choreographer. Um, and she's on the intimacy, she founded the intimacy-based sex therapy, and I'm a huge advocate of this, and, you know, I come across her a long time ago, and also mirrored a lot of my beliefs about how sex and everything is, is Carol, you know, Wrinkly Ellison, um, she's been around for a while, long time, and, uh, you know, about the intimacy-based sex therapy, and she calls herself a sex choreographer, which is cool, you know, building on the Intimate, you know, building intimacy, enhancing, creating connection and intimacy through physical pleasure. Um, and even, you know, going goal driven, a lot of people, I, they're not into this. You know, we talk about SM, you know, BD, bondage, dominatrix, and everything else, you know, submissive, masochist, all this aspect. And they think, you know, they're not so goal driven. They're Basing it on the journey, the experience of the whole sexual, if you will, the whole sexual event, 
That might be a good word for it. You know, a sexual or intimacy building event. And so, I, it's not about people have to be in S&M or B&D. That isn't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about it's the journey. The goal is to please. And how can you please and get intimacy built up along the way? The whole experience should be intimacy building, intimacy enhancing, along with the physical pleasure, right? So, you know, how many out there are, you know, they're trying to win, like I said, trying to win an award or, you know, it's a competition. You know, I got to come in first. Guys, if you come first all the time, your lady is going to kick you to the curb, right? So it's not about a competition. You need to slow down and be more enticed, if you will, by the intimacy, the closeness, the connection you're building, and you do that through the touching as well. You can do it verbally and through the touching, all hand in hand to increase that, right? So how many people out there, oh, I, uh, I hurry up and, you know, get this done. I got the football game to watch. You know, the more once in a while, quickie, I said, this quickie is good, right? We all like them. We all want them once in a while. That is huge, right? Now, you know, what what starts happening, right? Enjoy the journey. Build the intimacy up. Build and enhance the journey. Enhance the connection. And, you know, what What are ways you can do that? Ah, that's going to be coming up shortly when I talk about, you know, the success. And what does six, sexual success mean in a relationship? Or what should it mean? You know, everybody's got their own, you know, this way, that way. We're so much into even the psychological counseling or counseling mental health field and I hate it and I think uh, I want to say the smart ones and not the textbook therapists out there um, you know we hate the medical model everything has to be a disorder everything has to be a dysfunction and I think that's wrong if you look at issues and it starts pinning up against um, you know you have an issue if you have a sexual oh I hate you know dysfunction you know, rather call it an issue. And how can we enhance the experience? You know, even if it's erectile issues or challenges or, you know, vaginismus or uh, female pain disorder. Um, you know, all, all this stuff. How can you enhance those experiences and not so much make sexual experiences goal-driven? Or if we don't get this done, ah, we have a disorder. We have a dysfunction. If you enhance on and key in on building intimacy, those issues a lot of times will subside, especially when anxiety and performance, <clears throat> excuse me, performance anxieties are surrounding, you know, sexual tightness and soreness and, you know, early ejaculation and erectile, uh, let's face it, dysfunction, even though I hate that word you know, erection issues. Um, all this stuff will help decrease the goal-driven, performance-oriented issues that I need to be the best. I'm all about trying to be the best and working to be the best. However, if you're so fascinated and so fixated on being the best and reaching that goal, you are going to miss that journey and your partner's going to feel like a piece of ass, a piece of meat, or that you are just going through the motions. Right? And if you feel like you're just going through the motion, be it man or woman, your partner is not going to be too turned on by you. And it's not physical. It's the emotional essence that you're going after. Okay? 
And, you know, so you want to get away from the competition aspect and being judged and look on the journey, man. Look at if you're driving out in the car on a road trip, look at the hills, look at the trees, maybe for deer out in the field, wherever you are, or the walk of life if you're driving through a major city. Um, and you people watch all over, look at the different buildings and, you know, you can enjoy the journey. It's how you make it. And if you're one that's negative all the time, this ain't that, that's bad, that's negative, that's ugly, man. And your whole life is surrounded with that. Maybe you need to talk to somebody, uh, look at more positivity and positive aspects in your life. And that's going to enhance the connection in the physical and emotional connection, both, I should say, in your relationship. Now, you know, I don't talk too much, and it's important, I don't talk too much about, you know, cultural aspects regarding you know goal driven and intimacy but cultural ethnicity issues they might be more you know some cultures where the woman's supposed to be more submissive and just sort of you know not be that enticing and not be that ex explorative you know the man's supposed to be the domineering one the more aggressive or assertive one the woman's you know not supposed to you know really do anything or she's going to be deemed a slut or whatever um, no disrespect. I know, you know, this is American. There's people listening all over the world, um, in Europe and stuff. Can well, Canada is pretty much like the U.S. in a way. No disrespect to you Canadians. Um, but, um, you know, that's okay. Your man needs to learn and embrace being, being touched and it's okay with that. It doesn't make you a whore, a prostitute. It makes you a woman. It makes you a person, okay? It makes you a live, loving, breathing, sensual being, which we all are, both men and women, okay? I don't mean any disrespect to any, you know, cultural implications, but I wanted to hit on that as well, okay? Now, you know, to getting away from the goal-driven aspect, like I said, the goal is to create and enhance intimacy through sex, through the sexual journey, through the sexual experience. And you look at, one of the things I look at is um, how do you express your desire for intimacy? I said for intimacy, right? Intimacy definitely needs to be embraced and encapsulated through and in, integrated with sex, absolutely. But how do you desire Ooh, how do you desire intimacy? How do you express that desire? How do you express it in an emotional way? Not only this, people, but how do you express that desire for intimacy, that emotional connection, even before, ooh, before sex, even through foreplay, but even maybe way before foreplay begins? Throughout the day, I talk about this on numerous shows. How do you express it, right? How do you express it before, even during sex, and what about after sex? Yeah, we know, man. You know, at night we have sex, we conk out, right? <laughs> we pass out, want to go to sleep. But, and the women think uh, they're just a piece of meat and whatever. Sometimes it's how our brains, our chemical chemicals in our brain uh, function, but how do you express yourself and your desire for intimacy? You know, do you verbally express it? You know, can you write it out? Do you write little sticky notes? 
and build that up and use that for fur play. You know what? I love feeling close to you. I love, you know, I love feeling your naked, soft, silky skin next to me. And I love feeling your heart, your soul next to me. It's not just about the physical, right? I love the way you look at me. I can see your soul in your eyes. Now, don't use my lines, people, okay? You'll have to pay for them. But um, you can send check or money order. Uh, hit me up on that later. But, um, you know, how do you express these avenues before, during, and after sex, right? Can you express it before? Or is it you're horny and you want to have sex and then you start doing it right immediately? But you can express these, I mean, throughout the day. Even if you don't have you know, intercourse, or you don't have, you know, sex. Everyone assumes, you know, successful sex, you have to have intercourse, right? Not necessarily. And after sex, it's important, right? Can you express it verbally that you felt so close, so connected? Yeah, and if you don't feel connected, oh my God, I wanted to feel closer connected to you. What a bummer. And maybe you can sort of joke about it and maybe... Get connected that way through joking and, you know, oh my God, what happened in there? That sort of was uh, <laughs> maybe a C compared to an A if you want to grade yourself. And like I said, I'm not into grading. But can you sort of, the after moment, the afterglow of sex, can you express the love for each other? Just feeling close, feeling each other's skin. So remember, express your desire for that intimacy, desire for that closeness. Work on expressing it before Definitely during and after sex. And I hit on, you know, how you can do it before sex, maybe after sex. You know, the I love yous, you know, it feels great holding you. Ah, but how do you express it during sex? Or are you concentrated too much on the goal of finishing? Why don't you concentrate on the connection? You know, oh, I love being inside you. Oh, hit on the physical. I love feeling you. I love feeling your essence. Oh my God, I love holding you. I love how close you are. You can do and say and express all this during actual intercourse, actual sex aspects, okay? And how many people out there are talking about, you know, going for goal-driven or not, how many people think sex should always happen naturally, right? If it doesn't happen naturally, we can't have sex. We shouldn't do it. You know what? That's a myth, right? If it doesn't happen naturally, can you build intimacy and how do you do that, right? Go back to the foundations I've been paving the way for, right? If it isn't naturally done, if it isn't doesn't feel like it just, no pun intended, slides in, um, or it just, you know, happens. Oh, you both can have that chemistry moment, you know, that happens all the time. A lot of, you know, sometimes I'm not going to say a lot, but sometimes it doesn't happen naturally. And this is where I want you to take that risk and key in, you know, if it doesn't seem natural, key in on the intimacy, the emotional connection that you love. I can't wait to hold you. I can't wait to, you know, to touch you and feel you. And I can't wait to feel you getting excited how wet you are. You know, guys talking to women or, you know, lesbian couples, you know, or maybe women, you know, how hard, how hard I can get you. It excites me. I, I love how I can turn you on. These are all ego boosting, right? They're not goal driven. Again, 
you're working on the journey, the journey of how you feel. It's not the goal. Okay? So when it sex is sort of awkward or maybe not, both of you might not be 100% in the mood or one of you is not maybe 70% in the mood and you want to but you're tired, whatever, and once you get going, you're fine and you enjoy it and you love it. But, you know, if it doesn't come naturally, I'm, I'm telling you, the key in on the intimacy moments, okay? How do you express that and how do you, if you sense that from your partner, go right after the heart and the soul, okay? Hit on the love, the feeling close, the emotional connection, and then it'll roll with that, okay? So, okay, this is the Art of Relationships radio show. Uh, I'm going to take uh, another quick break here. This is uh, sex. Are you goal or intimacy driven or seeking? The Art of Relationships show. This is uh, Greg Dzinski, aka Master G. I will be back in a few minutes. Please don't don't be shy. Give me a call at 586-840-8608. You can join me in live chat. Also check out my website at theartofrelationships.guru, G-U-R-U, or on Facebook, The Art of Relationships. Be back in a few, people. Thanks for joining. Check out pprnlive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening from 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts? Hilarious guests plus upcoming new stars of the band Future. Check out PPRNlive.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook.
Welcome back, everybody, to the Art of Relationships. This is uh, Greg. Um, you, we're talking about sex. Now, are you goal or are you intimacy driven? Um, the Art of Relationships radio show. Thank you, everybody, for uh, joining, listening in, all your love and support. I definitely appreciate it. Um, I left off talking about, you know, sex and should it happen naturally or not at all. You know, most people, they're so goal-driven, and if they don't get that goal met, right, oh, if it comes easy, sex should be naturally, it should be easy, you know, 100% of the time, it's not always going to happen that way. And if you're so goal-driven and all of a sudden you run into a rough spot, your partner might not be fully in the mood, but maybe can get um, enhanced into it. I don't want to say manipulated, not at all. I'm not into that. But maybe enhanced or, you know, maybe drawn in emotionally that way people might stop oh, forget it and not whatever use that chance to go again and remember i said about enhancing and creating intimacy so use that you know if it's not happened naturally and you're interested in your partner might be so so you know if you get more driven on the connection the emotional connection the heart and soul of it uh Use that as a goal, okay? Go right after the heart and soul. I love you. I love being close to you. And maybe even joking around. I'm a huge, like everybody I think knows that knows me, I'm a huge smart ass. Uh, you know, I'm compassionate. I'm, you know, caring, empathetic. You know, I love doing what I do and helping couples, and I feel what they feel. Um, that That's part of me. I'm very genuine, but I'm also a smart ass. So maybe, you know, even joking around a little bit, not making fun, not belittling, not criticizing, but sort of joking around, you know, maybe a little tickle, you know, might get people in the mood as well, right? Again, it's enjoying the journey and making the journey the goal, okay? Not just reaching orgasm, okay? Not just having sex, you know, not just getting off. Or, you know, getting this type of orgasm, getting that type of orgasm. You want to sense on the journey and all this stuff. And all the other stuff can come around later, okay? But you want to feel more comfortable. And a lot of times when you're, you work on the closeness, the intimacy building, and feel that soulful connection. And I talk about, you know, the total connection about the, you know, mentally, physically, uh, emotionally, and soulfully, or heartfelt, if you will, um... You center on those aspects, a lot of times your defenses drop. You feel more relaxed and you can have different, you know, sensations through orgasm. So you got to remember, don't key in on the orgasm. Key in on the journey and typically the orgasm will spontaneously happen. Ah, and maybe even more powerful, more stronger. It's not because your goal centered on that. It's because of the journey that took you there. Okay, so remember, you want to express that desire for intimacy building every day if you can. You know, not only before sex, you know, before sex, throughout the day, even during foreplay. Huge, right? Ladies, you too. During sex, and of course, after sex, okay? So, going to hit on, you know, the big thing about, um, you know, coming into creating intimacy is, you know, taking that time together, taking that journey together. And, you know, what can you do to make that journey throughout not only sex, but what about throughout your lives together, you know, that you can take time before loving each other, getting close before sex. And of course, during sex, and like I talked about before, taking time after sex 
building and enhancing the connection and don't you know because the sex is over if you will it's not over because part of sex after you orgasm ah hopefully it's the cuddling the affirmations the verbal expressions how close you feel how maybe amazing that was or maybe if it wasn't that amazing amazing maybe you could laugh about it and you know oh my god that was awkward you know sometimes by talking about it creates you know gets rid of the anxiety all in itself everyone talks about the elephant in the room everybody you know wants to bring it up and knows the issue but everyone's afraid to talk about it you know I talk about, you know, having each other as best friends and being vulnerable. Say, oh, my God, that was weird or awkward. or That wasn't all that great, you know. Oh, my God, that I sucked. Whatever, you know, that by talking about it creates intimacy, believe it or not. That's what I mean about spending, taking that time together to form the journey even after. That's what I mean. After, after sex, the journey is after the actual intercourse or coming, orgasming, the journey is not over. Still take that journey further and deeper emotionally, okay? Like I said, you can laugh. You can, you know, get more connected on a deeper level and maybe even be playful, right? I'm all about that. Now, you know, a lot of times with technology, you know, everybody's buried in their phones. Everybody's buried on the internet, okay? And maybe, you know, you got both Parents, if you have kids, you know, you're whipped, you're exhausted. And one part, it's very, very difficult when the journey gets killed or typically you just have sex just to have sex, go through the motions because you should have sex. No, I think that's a bunch of BS. I want you to have sex because you want to have sex. You desire the physical closeness. You desire the emotional and the intimate closeness it brings. All those plus the physical pleasure. Okay, that it all brings. So what happens when you're dead? You're tired all the time, right? And I mentioned this a couple of shows ago about, you know, where does sexual energy come from in our busy lives, right? Technology might get in the ways. We don't put that phone down. You know what? You need to find an element to create the sexual energy. And that's part of what I'm making about before sex or even throughout the day. Little things, I love you, I miss you, can go a long way. Again, I'm not all about faking it. I'm not all about just, you know, faking it till you make it with this. I think that's a bunch of crap. And I think it uh, it doesn't last. You know, like I said, the Band-Aid falls off real quick with that if it's not genuine. So it needs to be genuine. And you can hold on to sexual energy, you know, even if you're both exhausted and tired, just being close. Remember I said about actual intercourse? Ah, actual intercourse doesn't have to be a, a total sexual experience. You can have a sexual experience by holding each other, caressing each other, and being involved in each other. And a lot of people think, you know, yeah, I love sex too. I love the actual intercourse and the closeness. Yeah, who doesn't? But, you know, if you're both tired, you can have that sexual energy just to hold and caress each other. Maybe if you both are, you know, you're sick or you're both exhausted. But I don't want that to become the norm. Use it as a way to stay close and embrace it, okay? And what can you do to fuel that sexual energy fire? Maybe, you know, your priorities in your life might need to switch and might need to change, you know? A lot of people, they're so worried about pleasing the in-laws and relatives, friends and all this stuff. But, you know, if everyone's pulling in your direction, you need to make that relationship important. Again, 
the journey, right, people? Because if you don't take that journey together <clears throat> and make each other feel close and intimate um, and important, I, I preach on this left and right, that journey is going to be short-lived. So I want you to take, you know, try to look at what can be cut and to prioritize the sexual energy in your life, okay? That is huge. Okay, one last thing before I cut it short. Uh, this uh, might not end up being cut and short, talking about uh, sexual experiences. That's not a good thing. But I talked about it at the beginning of the show. I want to talk about sexual success. What the hell does sexual success mean, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. Everybody is different. Every couple is different. You know, there's sexual success could be, you know, from people being swingers, being with multiple partners in an evening. Or bisexual, you know, couple could be, you know, having sex with their partner and somebody else of the same sex. Um, sexual success is different for everybody, okay? Don't let society, don't let friends, relatives tell you what the hell sexual success means to you. Right? Everybody assumes sexual success success means I can't even talk. Sexual success means you know that you both come, right? That you both orgasm. And I tell women all the time, you know, they think just because a guy comes, oh, he's satisfied. There is different intensities. Ah, ladies, you know. Just like with you ladies, different intensities of orgasm. A guy can come and still say, yeah, that was okay. No big deal. Or he can mind blown, oh my God, oh, toe curling, everything else. There's different avenues, right? So, my getting back on what does sexual success mean, this is my take on it, okay? And you can work it, come up with your own. I, actually, I advocate you coming up with your own as an individual what it, sexual success means to you. And also as a couple, what does sexual success mean to you? Don't take it out of some social networking or some uh, textbook, okay? Don't let anyone else dictate what success means to you in a sexual intimacy building journey of life, okay? So, but I'm going to give you my take on it, okay? It's creating closeness, right? Creating closeness, an emotional connection. It's being, having mutual pleasure. Both having and experiencing a healthy self-esteem during sex, ooh, even after sex. And you feel good about your partner and the relationship is enhanced. That, uh, those are my definition or my definition of sexual success. That there's created closeness, enhanced closeness, if you will. That there's mutual physical and emotional pleasure. That you both feel your self-esteem's intact. You both feel good about you as an individual during and after. You feel good and you feel great about your partner during and after sex. And the relationship is enhanced because of that journey, that sexual journey you took. Got it? You come up with your own success. Remember, people, take the journey. Slow the journey down. Take the journey with your partner. Like I said, we all love quickies, right? 
We all love quickies now and then. Rip your clothes off, wham, bam, oh baby, that was hot. <laughs> we all love that now and then. But the and journey needs to embrace the intimacy driven. Your goal, if you will, don't be goal driven on orgasm or type of orgasm or maybe not necessarily getting her off three, four, five times. You know what? That can happen, but you need to take the journey and enhance the emotional connection, right? Hit on the sensuality, the touching, not the actual intercourse, but the touching, the looking at each other in the eyes, kissing, you know, licking. Don't go right after it, right? Ah. So hit on the emotional connection. Take the journey. Enjoy the journey. Use the time to explore each other's bodies, minds, heart, and soul integrated in the sex, okay? And use that as the goal. This is Greg Dzinski, Master G, the Art of Relationships radio show. Thanks for listening, people. Um, I appreciate it, as always, all the love and support I've been getting. Tell your friends, family members, don't tell your kids because it might be explicit language, um, unless they're adult kids out there, okay? Um, tell your friends I appreciated all the referrals um, from clients, former clients, and uh, people out there. Uh, I'll be back on Sunday evening at 8 o'clock, and I will talk to you soon. Everybody uh, take care. Much love to everybody, as always, and in the metro Detroit area, you know, well wishes to you, uh, the dry out, and I hope everybody's okay from the flood. And again, uh, to all the family and uh, loved ones of uh, Robin Williams, we missed a very creative, uh, very creative gentleman out there. Uh, again, much love. Thanks again, people. Everybody take care, and I will talk to you very soon. Bye-bye. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dazinski's, also known as Master G, The Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. The Art of Relationships radio show is protected and copyrighted. No use in full or partial is to be used without written consent from Greg Dzinski or The Art of Relationships. I'm Chef Matt Appiew. Kids can be a tough crowd to please, so let's bring them into the process. I'm serving up some fun, kid-friendly recipes that'll please even the fussiest little food critics, brought to you by PrairieFresh.com. Share your recipes using hashtag MakingMealTimes.